Hey everyone, welcome to the Within Her Soul podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Sydney. And we are two Jesus-loving women who have a lot to say about living as Christians in this modern day world. We deep dive into tough to talk about topics that we know you're battling with. We expose all things relationships, soul care, sex, healing from your past, and more. We give practical advice in these areas, but also share comedic stories of our own lessons learned and normalize what being a Christian woman in today's society is really like. So buckle up, friend. It's going to get real, real quick. What's up, you guys? We are so excited to get to uncover the seven joy-sucking lies you need to quit believing immediately. Yes. Oh my gosh. Joe, I cannot tell you how many times I have believed these lies in my life. And I'm so glad that I've had other women kind of speak into that and show me how to not believe them anymore. Um, yes. and to show me what the truth is. And I'm excited to, for us to be able to impart that into these lovely ladies who are listening. Yes. And I feel like this is something that is a daily struggle, like absolutely all times of the day. It's like any, in the workplace with relationships, with friendships, you know, social events, I feel like the lies of the enemy, it's something that I think he loves to, to kill, still and destroy. And he will do yeah. anything in his power to make sure that he attacks your mind first. And it's, it is, it's joy sucking, like we said. And so what we want to do is be able to really identify just seven of them. There's probably way more, but really these top seven and hopefully this will help you kind of have some guidance through these areas. So I feel like for me, I definitely struggled with outward appearance. I always thought everyone was looking at me. I always thought they're, they're thinking about me. What are people saying behind my backs? Like I always felt someone had something to say to me that they wouldn't say to me. And that, I don't know where that come came from. I don't know if that came from a scenario as a kid, but that has haunted me. Like I worry about what I say. I worry about how I looked. And so I started to kind of craft these lies that when someone looked at me the wrong way, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, they're thinking about something about me. You know, I'm not enough. I didn't do this right. You know, it just, it was so crippling. Yeah. It's so interesting because like Jordan's insecurities were more about the outward appearance, but Jordan, like you've said, you're pretty confident with like who you are on the inside and your personality yeah. and things like that. And for me, it was completely flip-flopped. Like I was completely confident and like really didn't care about what anybody was thinking about my you know, external very much, but I was always so insecure about the inside and my personality. Like for the longest time, I just remember feeling like I had such a big personality and that it was just too much. And so what I would do is I would try to like water down my personality and really just not be who I was. I thought that, you know, I couldn't be goofy or funny because I thought that, you know, that made me too much. And, you know, I look back and I'm like, I know that that was just the enemy deceiving me and attempts mm-hmm. to keep me from using my personality to shine brightly into the lives of others, you know, and yes. we all have those areas of us that the Lord has given us as strong suits. You know, you may not have a super, you know, vibrant outgoing personality. Maybe you're more of a quiet type and you're a really good listener or, you know, a really good encourager or whatever it is. The enemy will try to play into that strong suit of yours because yeah. if you're a good listener, he doesn't want you to know, know that you're a good, you know, calm, peaceful patient friend and listener, because you're going to use that to help others, whatever your strong suit is. He's going to try to attack that because he is so intimidated by us and he doesn't want us to know our God-given strong suit. That's a lot of what we're going to talk about today is, you know, overcoming those lies and knowing what the truth is instead. You were kind of talking about how the things that we think, or that we know are lies from the enemy, he actually attacks 
the God-given truth and, and God-given talents yes. and God-given strengths. And with, even while you were talking, I was thinking about this, all of the things of my past, the enemy has kind of used at me saying, don't you dare talk about that. How, like, don't, don't share that with anyone because they're going to judge you and they're going to think you are disgusting and, you know, and, and all these things. And what actually happened was all the things of my past that he wanted me to hold on to. I started dripping kind of that stuff out very slowly and sharing that with more people and the outpour of support and love and, and people reaching out saying, you have no idea how the pain and the, the things that maybe the enemy was trying to shame you for was the exact thing that helped me stop doing what Mm -hmm. I wanted to stop doing, you know? And so it is, it's so true. I think when Satan sees that we are about to do something that's going to give God glory, he has to stop us in our tracks and kind of ask us questions and deceive us and say like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, you know, kind of make you, you second guess, you start second guessing yourself. And I feel like we probably do this all day, every day and, and everything that we're about to do. So, yeah. And that's what he, you know, did from the beginning of time when he questioned Eve in the garden of Eden. Mm. And he said, you know, did God really say that you're not supposed to eat that fruit? He's always his tactic from the beginning of time since the, you know, since the fall of the world, not the beginning of time, but the fall of the world yeah, with sin is trying to get us to doubt what we know to be true, what the truth actually is. Did God really say, you know, are you really good at that? Like, are you sure you really want to tell that story? Do you really need to say that? Like Mm. he's sneaky. He's been around a while. So (laughs) we're going to learn today how to be jokes on him. I'll say jokes on him. Yeah. That's a better way to say it. (laughs) Say we're we're way more powerful than, than what Amen. we, because the Holy believe. spirit is inside of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to say like for the listener today, what strong suit do you have or special talent or even like something in your life that just brings you joy? What do you yeah. have that the enemy is trying to attack and that he is telling you lies about? Honestly, for me, for the longest time, the whole time, well, I say the longest time. So I dated my husband for seven months. Okay. We got married two months later. We were married nine months after we met, like literally the whole time we were dating, the enemy attacked my mind, like no other. And like made me second guess Mm. the whole time. Our relationship was like literally amazing. I prayer journaled, like from the night that we met everything. And I like asked God or give me red flags that this is like not something that I was supposed to do, but it was just this feeling of like condemnation. And like, are you sure that you're supposed to be dating him? But there was nothing wrong. Like John has literally treated me great since we met, you know? And so is there a certain gift that God has given you? Like something amazing that he's put in your life that the enemy is trying to get you to second guess. Is there a talent? Is there a treasure? Is there a strong suit that you have? Do you have the gift of communication, but he's trying to silence your voice. Mm, so that's think good. about what that that's thing good. is and, and keep that in mind while we're talking about this. Yeah. And I feel like, I think that's something as you start to practice what we're going to go into and teach you guys how to do this, you're going to start identifying the distinction between God's truth and being able to say, nope, that's not right. That's not the things I need to be listening to. That's not who I should be following. That is not um, what the word says, you know? And so that's really our, our goal for this. Okay. So let's kind of go into the scripture for today. I definitely feel like this might be one that you've heard several times, but I think True. I think said you've said this before. This is one of your favorite ones, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. But it goes in it and is. it says, and this is Psalm 139, 13, 14. 
says, for you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So yeah, I love Psalm 139, 13 through 14, because that was just honestly like a scripture that God used to be like a defining moment in my life. I shared, you know, a lot of my past, like insecurities about just my personality and speaking up and being myself and all that. And God made this scripture like click in my heart and in my soul. I was like, okay, you know what? Those quirky parts of my personality, my inmost being, God knit those pieces together. Mm -hmm. When I say the goofiest things, or I say something that I intended to be funny and it, I end up like bombing this joke. And like, I'm like sitting here second guessing myself, like, you know what? That is how God made me. And it's okay. You know, just those parts of my personality that I thought were quirky or not acceptable or whatever, God made them. Yeah. So also Satan clearly wants to use those things that God has given you, the uniqueness um, that he's given you. He Satan has to use those things because that's what sets you apart. Like God calls us to be set apart and he'll, he'll go after the most special pieces of you. And in the things that are our insecurities, of course, he's going to target those because that's actually what God is using for his glory. Kind of like what I was saying in the beginning of this episode is Satan's going to attack the closeness you have with God. He's going to go for that first, any area of your life that you're going to use to give God glory. That's the very first thing God is, or that um, Satan is going to come after because he doesn't want God to have glory. You know, he wants the glory and, and he'll never get it. It, He doesn't even have the power to. And so I think with being in these scenarios and using the scripture, I think one of my favorite sentences is your works are wonderful. And this isn't because we make our works wonderful, but God has given us the talents and the strengths and the uniqueness and who he has made us before we've ever even being thought of being conceived. That's the miracle Mm. part of it. He already knows that our works will be wonderful based. I think being able to know that our works are wonderful because of him, that is like such a beautiful thing. Like Satan has no power to even stop you in your tracks in the future, you know, or where you're at right now. So it's uh, yeah, definitely one of my favorite scriptures. Yeah. I also wanted to mention, um, the verse, I'm actually not sure what the verse is, but it's the one that says submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Mm. And I've thought about this so many times in relation to like these lies that the enemy tries to, you know, deceive us with, because, you know, I, like, I think back to like when I was in middle school, middle school. Okay. Think back to when you're in middle school, high school, and there was a bully, right. And a bully is just pushing your buttons, pushing your buttons, what did your parents tell you? Your parents are like, they're just trying to get a rise out of you. Just ignore them and they'll eventually move on to someone else. Right. Mm. And so it makes me think of that scripture, submit to God, resist the devil, keep resisting him and he will flee from you. He may not flee right away. You may have to do some resisting for quite some time. You may have to do some ignoring that bully for quite some time before he flees from you and moves on somewhere else. But if we resist him long enough, we submit to God long enough, submit to God, resist the devil, submit to God, resist the devil. He will eventually flee. Yep. And so that's kind of something that encourages mm. me as well. And I just tell that's him, so good. I rebuke you get out in the name of Jesus over and over again. Yeah. I mean, even in this podcast, I remember being like, oh my gosh, we're about to share these things. And I, I had thoughts of like, will people even want to listen to us? Like, do we yeah, have enough same. to say like you? And it's like, that's, 
literally Satan saying, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It will fail. You will not bring joy to people. You will sound silly. People will think all these things. And what actually happened was we had an outpour of love of like, we feel like we're sitting with you guys chatting with you. And and it, they felt relatable to us. And it's like, it's crazy. The minute you're about to do something incredible, amazing, give God glory and like step out on what God has called you to do. He will for sure come at you the hardest in those seasons. So if that is happening to you, get excited because you're about to do something real, real good. Like something really amazing is coming and keep uh, fleeing and keep demanding that he sits down and, and he will, he has to. In the name of Jesus. I remember, yeah. I remember before we started this brand, you were like, Sid, we need to know that he's going to come at us because why on earth would the devil want, like, why on earth would he be okay with us starting a brand that's going to minister to the hearts of women, encourage them to, to live their life more freely in Jesus, you know? And, but you're like, but we will be quick to tell him to sit down. And so literally ever since then, anytime a thought comes up, like he's going to come at me. Nope. I'll just tell him to sit down. Like he has no authority. Holy spirit lives inside of me. End of story. Amen. Amen. Episode done. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> okay. So let's go over the seven lies that we need to quit believing immediately. I, we feel like these lies are something that we've all struggled with. We've even asked you guys to send in what you struggle with on the daily and what kind of thoughts that you have that you feel like are crippling to you and have affected your daily walk. And so we've actually crafted these. And what we would love to do with you guys is be able to share these lies, but then immediately go in to what God's truth is and declare that over you. So let's dive in. So number one is what I do doesn't matter. I couldn't possibly make an impact. So that is a lie that I feel like a lot of us women kind of go into thinking that I have no purpose, that how could I possibly, you know, be something. And so what God's truth actually is, it says, you know, what I do is important. I was created to make an impact for the kingdom and God uses us in so many different ways. Um, you don't need to make millions. You don't need to have the influence or the social media platforms and all the followers and know that you can make an impact with wherever you're at in your life right now. Absolutely. So lie number two is I can't trust God. I have to do everything myself. It's funny. I actually made a reel today on our Instagram (laughs) talking about like, I'm surrendering everything to God. And then five minutes later, I'm trying to take control of everything again and like manipulate the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like the truth is I choose to trust God because his will is better than my own. And I just think that's just like a daily surrender, you know, and asking God to help us to trust him. Yes. Number three, I have to be good enough and act a certain way for God to love me. And I feel like this one I've struggled with in the past because I've always felt convicted and of, and there's difference between condemnation and conviction, and that will be a different episode. But I had, I had always felt convicted of certain things I was doing in my past. And I knew God was knocking on my heart saying, you know, come to me. I can, I can help you with this. Like Jesus died for you. And this is, and this was for the exact reason. And so this truth that we declare is God's love is freely given to you because Jesus died for you on the cross and forgave your sins. And that is something that I think is so incredibly powerful because no matter what you've done, where you've been, what you've said, how you've acted, you know, everything is already forgiven. That is one of the biggest blessings that I think I've, um, I've received from God. Absolutely. Number four, I'm all alone and no one understands me. How many times have so many of us felt that way? Mm -hmm. Alone, lonely, not seen, not understood. Um, But the truth is that God has provided other believers 
okay, the church, to bring me additional comfort in tough seasons. I make the choice to reach out to others for encouragement. You know, and the reason that we we put, I make the choice to reach out to others for encouragement is because it is a choice, you know, um, and that kind of goes into like the victim mentality, which is another episode. Mm-hmm. But when we have those thoughts, like I'm all alone and no one understands me, God has surrounded us with the church, with other believers um, that we can reach out to and get encouragement from, but we have to make the choice to do that. And you may think, well, I just, I don't have anybody, you know, I don't have anybody to reach out to. There are literally free hotlines and resources on the internet. We're here message us on Instagram. Like there are people there that will encourage you. You just have to take the initiative to reach out. Yes. Number five, I lose value when my appearance isn't up to my standards. I feel like even in the beginning of this episode, I talked about how my outward appearance affected so many decisions. And I felt like if I didn't look a certain way, if I didn't have myself put together 24 seven and I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything, you know, I couldn't, it was paralyzing. So the truth is my value is not found in how I look. It is found in Christ and who he says I am. Amen. Number six, I will never be able to overcome that sin in my life. Okay. That is not the truth. Um, Obviously, I think a lot of us have probably felt that way. Like, how do I stop doing this? How do I stop being judgmental? How do I control my thoughts when it comes to, you know, thinking negatively of other people or forgiving someone or whatever it may be, just being unloving. Maybe it's an addiction, you know, that is not the truth. Um, Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit blesses me with self-control. And enables me to say no to temptations every day. Okay. So that's our, that's our truth for this. However, you know, we have to rely on the Lord and ask him to give us that self-control and enable us to say no to those temptations each day. And it's not always just going to happen overnight, bam, the temptation's gone and you know, the sin is overcome. But like when we have that constant relationship with the Holy spirit, he does enable us to say no to those temptations and to overcome sin in our life. Yes. Number seven. The enemy has authority and I should be afraid of him. I feel like when I first learned about, you know, Christianity and having God as my kind of armor, it made me kind of fear Satan in a sense where I was like, okay, obviously he's terrible. He gets in my head. He gets in my thoughts and all these things. And I think we kind of give him power when we talk about him sometimes. And so the truth actually is, is Jesus has given me authority over the enemy and he has zero power over me. I am fearless. And I think going into all these lies that we think, you know, that we hear and that kind of travel through our, our thoughts. I think number seven is one of the biggest ones. Like if we can just declare that truth over us, that he has no power over you in all thoughts or actions, or he has no control over you at all. And that your, your power actually comes from Jesus. I think all these other lies will also have to sit down, you know, in the process. Yeah. This is actually really big on my heart right now to say, I do think that a lot of Christians, because I've been one of these, we actually give the enemy like way too much credit. We Mm. talk about, you know, what he's, what he's trying to do to us. And, you know, Mm. we give him way too much, much credit when he deserves none. He's already been defeated. And I used to seriously spend all this time like part of my quiet, now that I'm thinking about it, part of my quiet time with the Lord in the mornings, spending like five minutes, just literally rebuking the devil and rebuking darkness and, you know, claiming the blood, which I do think we should absolutely claim the blood of Jesus over us. But I spent so much time, like focusing on fighting 
darkness Yeah. when I don't have to do that. I can live my life as a victor in Jesus Christ. And instead of putting my thoughts, my focus on that, put that time, that energy, those thoughts, those that focus on Jesus and on the freedom that I have in him. And honestly, y'all like I do, obviously like this whole episode is about recognizing the thoughts and the lies that he's trying to put in your mind. But other than that, I live my life. Like he literally does not exist because he's not a part of my life. Yeah. You know, he's already been defeated. And so I just want to get that out there. If you catch yourself so often saying, well, the devil's trying to tempt me or, oh, the devil's just trying to bring me down. Stop it. Do not (laughs) give him that authority over you. You tell him to sit down and you declare the truth over yourself. And so that actually brings us right into our soul assignment. If you're new to our podcast, um, each week we have a soul assignment and we have a soul scripture. So our soul scripture is our main foundational um, verse for the week. And then our soul assignment is your way to go and apply what you've learned in this podcast episode throughout your upcoming week. And so today's soul assignment is to become aware of our thoughts. And the way that we're going to do that, our specific strategy is called, are you ready for this? Recognize, renounce, replace. Okay. So what do we mean by that? So in order to even know when a lie is coming through your mind, you have to be aware of your thoughts and then you have to recognize and Lord, ask the Lord to help you with this. You have to recognize when a lie is coming through your mind. Okay. So be conscious of your thoughts so that you can do that. Recognize it's a lie and then you renounce it. And when I say renounce, you declare that that lie has no power over you and you verbally reject it literally out loud. Because if y'all didn't know, the devil cannot read your thoughts. He cannot hear your thoughts, but he can hear your words. And so you say out loud, that's not true. I rebuke you, devil, in the name Mm -hmm. of Jesus. And then you replace the lie with the truth and also replace that and say it out loud. Claim the truth that scripture speaks into that instead. Okay. And maybe it's one of the truths that we shared a few minutes ago in this podcast, and maybe it's you know, just a straight up scripture from the Bible, but you speak the truth over yourself. And then guess what? If that thought tries to come in again and again, remember what I said earlier about how, when we submit to God, we're submitting to his scriptural truth. We resist the devil. We may have to keep submitting, resisting, submitting, resisting over and over again, but he will eventually flee. So we keep replacing that lie with the truth and truth and keep saying, You know, for example, if I was believing lie number seven about the enemy having authority, I should be afraid of him. Nope. Every time that thought comes into my mind, I recognize it. That's a lie. Get out of here, devil, in the name of Jesus. That's not the truth. The truth is second Timothy one, seven, God has given me, or God has not given me a spirit of fear or timidity, but he's given me power, love, and a sound mind. So that's just like an example of how you could actually live that out. And sometimes y'all, it takes time and it takes practice. Like it has taken me years to really, I guess, like live in this each day, Yeah, you know, to where I'm not believing the lies anymore. And I think it feels kind of weird at first. You're kind of like, it does. I think once you recognize what's happening and you start feeling the Holy spirit convict you of these things where you're like, Ooh, that wasn't a good thought. And you immediately know what it is. And then you start to verbally say it out loud. You kind of do feel a little uncomfortable at first, but then what happens is you start honestly, the enemy can't even come at you anymore because there's, there's not even a space for it anymore. He already knows that you're going to declare him away and there's no power. And like, there's, there's no time wasted, you know? So it's, it's something that I think over time you start strengthening, strengthening or your walk with Christ 
it's like almost like the the heavier and stronger your armor gets that you put on every day, yes. you know? And so we also really felt led to share with you guys that once you do the recognize renouncing and, and replacing that you share. And this is something that has changed so many scenarios in my life where once I finally said it out loud to somebody else, the power truly just kind of went away. Like all the things that I've kept in my head and thought, you know, I was thinking and that I thought was true. Once I said it out loud, I was like, what am I thinking? It just changes. It changes the way that you see yourself. It changes, it changes that lie to kind of let you see for what it is. And so whenever we do share this with people, you know, pick someone you can confide in, someone that you actually trust, that you know has your best interests at heart, and that that really loves God with you so that they can pray over you and and give you guidance in this area because it's nothing you should be ashamed of. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone to my friends, I've gone to Sid, and I'm like, I mean, I think I talked about this last episode where I was like, I'm having this feeling that is not right. This is not from the Lord. It is from the enemy. And I need you to just pray over me and give me that, you know, that encouragement. And it's the minute it comes out and it's spoken over and it's in prayer. I mean, Matthew 18, 20, it literally says when two gather together in my name, I am with them, meaning he will take full control. And so definitely do those three things, but then go and share it with someone in confidence and just get prayer and, and just continue that cycle over and over again. And I'm very confident that these lies will start to diminish. I really do. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Holy spirit lives in you and you are a conqueror through him. Okay. So hopefully all, you know, all of this has helped you guys and, and you can use these techniques to be able to identify when, um, you feel like something is not from the Lord and you can just renounce it and be able to replace it with the truth and walk firmly in Christ and who he calls you to be, you know, exactly for who you are. Um, we definitely want to kind of tease you with next week because we feel like it needed a, we wanted to dedicate a whole episode to this, but next week we are talking about comparison because we know that is actually one of the biggest lies that kind of controls our lives is wishing and wanting to be somebody else and wanting what other people have. And we dedicated a whole episode to this because we feel like, especially with social media and being able to watch people's highlight reels, that it can become extremely crippling and being able to find confidence and walk confidently and who God has called us to be. So that will be next week. And then of course, it is going to close us out in prayer today. And yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Oh, dear heavenly father. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this podcast and this, um, brand just to encourage women. Lord, I pray over the woman listening to this right this second, Lord, that you will show her that your Holy spirit is with her, that you will strengthen her and to help her to know that she is an overcomer through you and um, show her how to take every one of her thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ and to recognize when a lie is coming into her, her mind, renounce it and then replace it. God, put that truth on her heart. Show her what the actual truth is about her and who she is in you. Father, I pray that she is so empowered that you um, this coming week that you just Give her a fresh sense of identity in you and uh, confidence in who you've made her to be and uh, just a peace. We rebuke and just, yeah, we push back all of darkness and we rebuke all anxiety and negative thoughts. And we thank you, Lord, that um, we are controlled by your Holy Spirit alone. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening in this week. Just for hanging out with us. We want to give you a free gift. 
Go to withinhersoul.co slash freebie to grab your free quiet time template. This will be your guide during your alone time with Jesus. You'll journal your highs and lows, record your prayers, and you'll be able to express how you feel the Lord is speaking to you every time you spend time with Him. It's extremely helpful if you're needing some guidance on how to find a quiet time routine that works for you. And before you go, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever miss a new episode. You can also catch us at withinhersoul.co on Insta. We'd love for you to message us and let us know how we can pray for you. This is the Within Her Soul podcast. We can't wait to chat with you next week. See you then.